Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy here in Studio 34, Midtown Manhattan, presented by the Fantasy Sports Network. Uh, and Sports Grid. This is the Frenzy. I am your boy, the closer, Chris Ventra here. Of course, we got the whole crew here today. Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, George Kurtz. What is up, my dudes? Taz, how you doing, brother? Wayo, wayo. I'm fine, dude. <laughs> looking fresh, looking fresh. I like that background. Loving it. Thanks. All freshened up. It likes you, too. Oh, I, I, I assume so. I assume so. What is up, George Kurtz? How you doing, brother? Good afternoon, guys. Uh... You know, I got a, uh, something I'm going to ask you both about. I got a uh, conundrum in one of my home leagues. Not my home leagues, but my commissioner asked me to ask you guys a question, so I want to get to that at some point. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we could address it as soon as you'd like. I mean, today we're talking Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, AFC North we're in still. Hopefully we'll get through this uh, sometime this year, the, the team previews. AF, we, we started with Baltimore. We're here at Pittsburgh because they came in second last year. They were 9-6-1. and one. The Ravens were 10-6. Uh, and six. So, beat them by a half game, really. Uh, and then, you know, we'll get to the Browns and Bengals eventually as well. But today's the Pittsburgh Steelers. But I want to start with some uh, news and notes, of course, at first. But, George, let's hear your conundrum. All right. This is a 10-team uh, a home league. Uh, some guys know what they're doing. Some guys don't. Uh, this is why it's so important to have a constitution, everybody out there. Although this is one that even I may not have. It is covered in my league, but it's not covered in this league. But it's a tough one. Two teams are coming in. And in this league, uh, your draft order is determined by where you finished last season, but not if you finished last, you don't get the first pick. Uh, it doesn't work like that. The first two teams get the uh, uh, the teams that played in the finals get the uh, last two picks. You, you won money, fine, you're picking ninth and tenth. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to uh, the, the first runner-up. Since you tried hard, it didn't work out for you, you get the first pick, second runner-up, second pick, and so on and so on and so on. The problem is two new teams are coming in. Mm-hmm. So expansion. the question is be- expansion. So the question has become, and it's, uh, people are debating it now, is it's not in the Constitution. It is in my league. In my, in my home league, it'd be a random pick out of a hat then where they pick. You put in uh, 12 chips, 1 to 12, and let's see what happens. Uh, in this league, there is nothing like that, so they're arguing about it. And they've come up to two possible solutions here. So I guess I'd like to hear first what your solution would be without hearing these. And their solutions are, A, well, they I, get the last I, two I do have, a, they, I do have I, a couple questions. You're saying uh, it's going from 10 team to 12 team? Yes. Mm. Is this a dynasty league? It is a keep a small keeper league. You're allowed to keep uh, two players. Okay. Uh, are the new what are the new owners going to be able to do about keeping two players? After everybody in their uh, after all ten teams keep their players, the new owners can then look at anyone that's left. They'll be fine. I've checked the rosters. They'll get good players. Okay. So that so every team gets the same amount of two players. Um, in, in that case, I'll be honest. I, I mean, the first in fairest way that comes to mind right off the bat is just change the entire draft order, re-randomize the entire thing, 
This way, it's fair for everybody. Yeah, was, that'll that'll never that'll never get voted in. What were the two options that you? They those were that wasn't one of the two options, was it? No, no, <laughs> not that. That would be a huge fight in the in this league. I personally don't care what they uh, what they do, but uh, one option is they pick eleven and twelve, last two picks in the draft. You know their expansion. I guess that's your penalty of a coming in. <laughs> and the other option is since the rules do state that once again. Those who finish in the money, who uh, played in the finals, pick ele- uh, have the last two picks. Well, they still get they get eleven and twelve, the finalists from last year, and that the two new owners then get nine and ten. So essentially, they're arguing over two spots. Oh, so they get the worst keepers, and then basically the last worst draft spots as well. Way to make Pretty them much. feel welcome, guys. <laughs> I am not the commissioner of this league. I have nothing to say with this. I he just asked me to ask, and I said fine. I'll ask. They, they don't ask for my opinions on anything, by the way. Even though I do, it's it's hilarious. <laughs> they uh, they never ask. This is a league that for a while they didn't. It wasn't a standard. It wasn't a PPR. It wasn't even a half point PPR. They gave points for every other reception on the even number. That's it weird. was weird, right? I was like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Finally, I got them to go to a half point PPR this year, but I've given up. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a home league, and I'm new to this league. I'm only in about five years of a 15-year league, so uh, I just play. I don't argue too much. It's a, it's a whole bunch of Greeks, all right? So let, let them deal with it. <laughs> it took Greek them 15 Greeks. years to expand from 10 to 12. <laughs> That's already a problem. But what I would do, I would say something different, actually. I wouldn't even – I would say they don't get any keepers. What they do is instead they draft one and two uh, and randomize who's one and two between the two of them, and – you know, that could be their potential keepers for next year because they're keeping whoever's in the pool anyway. Uh, so let them draft one and two. That's what I would do. I, I did an expansion team on my Keepers League in baseball five years ago, and I was the commissioner, and I just threw them in as the first and second picks. Uh, and it worked out pretty well. So, you know, you could always do that as a suggestion. You could, but that, that's going to lead. Everyone's going to hate that because everybody moves down. Listen, in my home league, it's written in the Constitution. If we ever expand, and we're not, we're already a 12-team Superflex league. I'm not going to 14. But if we ever did, it's, ever, it's just randomized. They literally just get picked out of a hat, no luck of the draw. Rather than randomize everybody, we're just going to randomize those two. If they end up getting, you know, if Chris Venture and Jim Day join the league, Chris picks out, he gets seven. Well, you get seven. Everybody else moves up a spot. Same thing, Jim Day gets one. We all move down a spot. Luck of the draw. Everybody liked that idea. But yeah. in, this league, in this league, there was nothing in the Constitution, so they're trying to put it up for a vote. This is why it's so important to have a very inclusive Constitution. Yeah, especially for leagues that have been around for a long time, keepers leagues that, you know, they're connected from season to season, not redraft. So, yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot of different ways you could go with it. But it's a good question. Jim Day's solution was completely re-randomize everything. I get that, too. You could do I don't that. mind that. I think, I think he's got a That's- point there, but... We do That's trade draft picks, way. so that might have, that might have changed things at the uh, draft time last year. So that would be uh, the one issue. issue. There. But that it, that is the fairest way. Jim's right; it is the fairest way. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes. The chat's t- speaking to me. I am wearing a soccer jersey. This is an Italia 2016 jersey. It has a collar, so it's a fresh shirt, and I want to keep it fresh. You know what I'm saying? Wrong football. Yeah, wrong football. So I, I enjoy soccer. I'm not going to lie, uh, but this is American football. We're talking. Uh, this, the season's coming up. It's a Deep fun dry. sport. I would tell you to watch it. You'll you'll like it. I'm telling you. It's not <laughs> yeah, so Yeah, really. Let, let's watch a bunch of guys run around for 90 minutes and never score. Oh, fuck. Fake injuries. They act like they <laughs> shot half the time. And that's part of the game. You know, you, you got to sell. Terrible. Sell jobs. You know, they do that I'm, in I'm NBA, a, too. I'm a hockey guy, all right? We play with broken teeth. We play with our teeth <laughs> on the floor. All right? And uh, you guys are, uh, oh, I got tripped. I, I just been shot by a sniper from the, uh, the light stand. No, I can't, can't take it. <laughs> 
It's true, though. It's true, though. They do sell it too much sometimes. All right, when we come back, we will talk American football, uh, talk of Pittsburgh Steelers, and we'll uh, maybe go over a couple of news and notes before we head into the fantasy outlook of the Steelers 2019. For Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the closer, Chris Ventral. We'll be right back. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. The morning after. Freddie Kitchens uh, here saying, I like the kid. I think he's a good person. Sometimes people lump these sort of things into being a bad person. When people lump in stolen credit card, uh, theft of a dead girl, and sexual assault accusations, and people just sort of lump all that stuff together, Joe. Josh Gordon, he just couldn't stop smoking. Josh Gordon actually yeah. isn't a bad guy. He just can't stop smoking. We, this guy is a total POS. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. And we're back. Fantasy Football Frenzy. It is Tuesday, August 13th. Hard Knocks Day, if you will. Oh, there he is. Jimmy Day. Jimmy Day. Killing it. There you have it. The fresh crew of the Frenzy, the Sharks. So we're talking Pittsburgh Steelers today, but I did want to come across uh, some news and notes. Andrew Luck 
is dealing with a bone issue now. This comes out today. Uh, this morning, I saw it, recent news. First, we thought it was just a calf strain for, for the past, you know, whole preseason, really, um, and OTAs. And now we're hearing there's a bone issue. Uh, this is concerning because Andrew Luck has had many issues in the past. It used to be the shoulder and stuff. This is the leg. Oh. This is different. So, Jim, what do you make of this Andrew Luck thing? And are you concerned? Do you think this is going to be something that is a hindrance the whole season? Oh, hi. All right. Well, I guess we don't have Jim. George? Do I think it's going to be a hindrance all season? Uh, it worries me, Chris. It's, uh, I certainly wouldn't draft him right now. I don't have to. Mm-hmm. Quarterback is so deep. Why, why would I take a chance on Andrew Luck? I mean, uh, you said pro all season. It's been since June. He's had three practices since June. Mm-hmm. All right, this is the care from hell. We knew there was something <laughs> more to it. Either it was uh, a tear, you know, more than a strain or a different injury or something's connected to it, or he's just a slow healer. And you've heard the stories that what he's, uh, he's still having flashbacks from a shoulder injury. So he's, he's a weird, he'd be a weird guy when it comes to injuries, right? Where he wants to be totally healthy or what happened last time was all screwed up and how they handled it. He, remember he went to Europe to try and find a, a cure for the yeah. shoulder. It was just strange. It was odd. Yeah. Right. It was weird. It really was weird. So in a one quarterback league, I won't draft him right now. I mean, not on August 13th. You talk to me, uh, you know, September, maybe things have changed. I might take a shot at him. But on August 13th, the one quarterback league, I don't need to. Right. I just don't need to. You look in the, the, the draft, the pitch draft we had on Friday. Right. Uh, I think Luck went third, fourth, fifth overall. Luck went, and I wanted him to go. I took Matt Ryan. I, I have Matt Ryan right behind, uh, right in front of Luck anyway. So I, there was no reason to gamble. But even if you waited on, you'll get a fine quarterback. Now, in a two-quarterback league, a super flex league, or where you start two quarterbacks, that's a little different. Now, 12 teams, 24, you know, we're starting three-quarters of the quarterbacks here. I, maybe you got to take that chance then. Yeah. You do drift the luck a little higher and uh, got to get another good quarterback, and you're playing that, uh, that little game there. But in a one-quarterback league, nope, I'm not taking him. He's all yours. Yeah, it's a risky proposition. I mean, you're right, especially if you're playing in a league like, like the FNTSY League. Now, it wasn't all experts. There's some staff who are producers that don't really play a lot of fantasy in this league. But for the most part, everybody waited on quarterback. Um, so they all lingered really far into the draft. And when that happens, you can you know, literally wait as long as possible. Like uh, George Kurtz said, he got Matt Ryan, what, in the 13th round or something like that? So that's a great pick. Now, I was it the obviously, one... It obviously wasn't an expert's draft. Somebody let the BFFs in. <laughs> Oh, man, here we go. The Pat Mahomes. That was the one quarterback who went real early. Well, two, actually. Pat Mahomes went in the fourth to the BFFs, uh, and Deshaun Watson went in the sixth to Yang. But what I was saying is, I was uh, George, I was actually the one who took luck in the 11th. Now, the only reason why I did it, this is obviously before the bone news came out, but it, the, uh, the strained calf was a problem and it was worrisome. But in the 11th, at that point, I was like, listen, I need a quarterback, and... You know, he fell this far. How much farther is he going to fall? I think I'm going to take my chances because a lot of quarterbacks still haven't gone off the board yet. I took him, and then I ended up taking Murray on the, on the next turn. Uh, and, you know, I, I try to pair him with somebody who's healthy and dynamic like Murray. Uh, but, like, that's the thing, George. Would you draft him if he's lingering that far into the draft? I mean, I know you want to wait on quarterback, but there comes a point where it's like, oh, the value could be really great here. Well, this is one of the rings where, uh, yeah, you can say, well, he lasted to a 13th round, so the value was there. But in that league, all the quarterbacks lasted, other than a handful that went early. Mm-hmm. It was a, uh, 
a different type of league. Now, maybe it's because we're you know a so-called expert league. Uh, I never consider myself an expert. I'm an analyst. That's what I am. I like uh, that I better, expert. yeah. Yeah, I think that's a... A doctor is an expert. An engineer is an expert. Uh, most fantasy analysts, we're not experts, man. If we're right 70% of the time, we're considered fantastic. Yeah, we don't right? have PhDs or anything. Right. If my doctor's right 75% of, of the time, I'm dead. <laughs> so, uh, no, uh, I never considered that. But that was a different kind of draft, which is what... And I'm wondering, is it because we are, were in a league with all analysts, people in the, in the know, we, everybody was waiting on quarterbacks that league? Because I've been in other leagues where... By the time we would have went there, I think it was around 11 when I took uh, Ryan somewhere around there, nine, 10 quarterbacks probably would have been taken already. And Ryan would have gone two, three rounds earlier. It's, why, it's one of these where you're trying to read a draft. Are people going to take quarterbacks early? Or are they not going to take quarterbacks early? We probably should have known early on in that league. You mentioned Mahomes went in round four. That's about a round earlier, a round later than he usually does. Mm-hmm. So people were waiting on him. Deshaun Watson went in round six. Once again, a round later. We should have got the hint right then. That quarterbacks were sliding down. Everybody was waiting. Everybody had the same, really the same strategy. Wait on the quarterback. There's so many of them. It's why I'll get on this my uh, soapbox again. Play in a superflex league. Yeah. May, I hate it when anybody asks me a question, Twitter, email, whatever. When should I say quarterback? And my answer: Wait, wait forever. Wait forever. Wait till round twelve. Da 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 da. It's an easy answer. You know, in my mind, when we have okay, a question that's wait, that wait, wait, easy. Uh, uh, then it's should... not an easy answer because, and I get what you're saying, George, Amazing. but I just got to put this out I had there. had a dollar. <laughs> it, if you did, boy, you wouldn't be on the show. Um, if, uh, it's an easy answer, except there are still leagues out there where people jump on quarterbacks early. You see Mahomes going in the first round. You see, you know, Luck and, and Watson going in the second and third round. Casual so leagues? I'm not, yeah, yeah, there there are quite a few where that still happens. So while it's an easy answer to most people, you know, anybody probably watching this show or any other podcast at this time of year, they understand that. But to the people that just get together to do their drafts and very casual, you know, a lot of them still take quarterbacks early. So my always my answer to that is always read the room like you were just talking about. Get an idea. If you know your guys draft quarterbacks early, then you know you have to go a little early. But you can still wait till like seven, eight, or nine of them are off the board and still get a great starter. So it, it really is. You, you need to know your draft. You need to get a feel for where people are going to draft positions. So it, it's easy to say, wait, wait, wait. But if they get into a league where these guys are grabbing up quarterbacks early and it's for no specific reason, it's not super flex. They don't get six points for TD, nothing extra. But just the fact that some people jump on the quarterbacks early, you have to know that about your league. Yeah, yeah. Like- I, I would disagree, by the way. <laughs> I'm not drafting quarterbacks any early because I have a couple of idiots who are. I'll gladly, I'll still take the 12th best quarterback. I will start to get worried that people are taking backups before mm-hmm. I get my starter. But other than that, I'll take the 12th, my number 12 quarterback in every league. You're right, but care. that 12th quarterback is still going to come off the board a lot earlier than he is in our drafts. Not if it's me. I said that's it. Only if people are taking <laughs> okay, backup George. quarterbacks before I get to number one. Then they may very the well strategy. do that if they're grabbing quarterbacks. Yeah, but, but once again, you're talking about a five percent of leagues. That's not what we're here for. I'm not here for the people who, do, who are drafting quarterbacks around to one. We're here for everybody. Well, yeah, no, we're here for the majority of leagues, Jim. We can talk about every little thing that could happen in a draft. We're here for the majority of leagues. An overwhelming majority, you should wait on a quarterback unless you're playing in a super flex or a league where you have some weird point scoring system. I mean, honestly, uh, the quarterbacks are overvalued. That's a good question. Like, majority of leagues out there, I wonder if, I, I would think that majority is more on the side of being uh, n- novice, you know? Like, not, they're not people that 
know the ins and outs of fantasy uh, football and know everything about it like most, like most of us do here, maybe they do draft a lot of quarterbacks early. I mean, in my home league, which I would say a lot of these guys know what they're doing, there's people that, you know, there's one kid I know, he drafts Aaron Rodgers in the first round every year. I don't know, like, just loves Aaron Rodgers. I, I mean, there's certain people that do strange things in these home leagues. Uh, and I would think majority of leagues out there are home leagues as opposed to expert leagues now or analyst leagues because there's just more, you know, generic or general public people than there are analysts out there. So I would think a small percentage are actually uh, analyst leagues. And those are the leagues where you say, oh, let's wait, let's wait on quarterback. And we should wait on quarterback. I agree with George. I think you should wait on quarterback no matter what. But if there's a huge QB run and there's a certain quarterback you want or you just want to get your first quarterback, uh, I would still wait a little while. But if, like you said, backups start going and, you know, 11 quarterbacks off the board, you, you got to pull the plug eventually. You know, you got to pull the plug. But we'll get back to it. We got to get into the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're heading to break now. Uh, we'll talk about their running back situation to start. Talk about the changes they made real quick, and we'll give you the fantasy outlook of all the value picks and you know top players on their team. There's a lot, so we'll get into it after the break. Fantasy football frenzy on a Tuesday. Hard knocks tonight, by the way. Jim Day, George Curtsy, boy, the close Chris Benjamin. Be right back. Fantasy freestyle as it relates to Dak. So the first thing, position, yep, quarterbacks, you got to pay them. Yep. But the second part for me is the interesting one. I've seen Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady. What they do is elevate the play of others, win games on their own. And I believe that Dak is not in that category. I believe Dak is a competent, serviceable, average quarterback. And that has value. That value is just not $30, $40 million. Watch live Mondays and Thursdays, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY YouTube channel. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. 
Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Yeah. Welcome back. Slipknot. Love it. Now this is my type of music right here. Very good. Brian, shout out to the pit. Brian. Sean Guastamacchio, Bavona. Back of Fantasy Football Frenzy. Let's get into the Pittsburgh Steelers. We were talking about Andrew Luck and drafting quarterbacks. We've been, you know, stressing it all season long, basically, to wait on quarterback. You guys know that. Uh, but let's talk about this team. They have a lot of fantasy assets, as the Pittsburgh Steelers normally do, year in and year out. Even lo- after losing A.B. and Le'Veon Bell, who wasn't a player last year, Le'Veon Bell. So that doesn't really matter. But you got a new running back in town who shined last year and a couple other running backs uh, in Pittsburgh. It's an interesting situation, starting with James Conner, who ended up as RB6 in PPR last year, okay? It just goes to show, this Pittsburgh Steelers system is so well, it's a well-oiled machine. You could put running backs in there and they will work. They just spit out running backs, like, yeah, can, can like no I problem. Can I get a stat in for that exactly? Yep. Okay, since over the last six years, on any, in any game that Le'Veon Bell didn't play, all RB1s for Pittsburgh, and we're talking players like Connor, like D'Angelo Williams, Jalen Samuels, Felix Jones, Fitzgerald Toussaint, Isaac Redmond, and Jonathan Dwyer, in those six years have all averaged 18.8 fantasy points per game across 35 games that Bell didn't play. That's just 3.3 fantasy points less than Bell's average and would have ranked him, would have ranked those guys as ninth best last year. Insane. Insane. So do you think, and I know you're not big on Bell. You think Connor should go ahead of Bell in drafts. You're one of the few who think that. Yeah, no, I understand. Uh, And maybe it's because of the system thing. Maybe you think Bell is a product of that Pittsburgh system because now he's going to a different team for the first time in his career and we'll really know if, and obviously, Bell's better than the average running back, but is he more a product of a system, or is he truly a great running back? Uh, that question might be answered this year with the New York Jets, but we'll see. Connor steps in now, has a fantastic season, comes into the season as RB8, according to NFFC, uh, 13 overall ADP. Now, the only pro- issue here is, now he would probably be going in top five in fantasy drafts if we knew he was getting the bulk of the carries and was the workhorse, truly the workhorse, getting the pass-catching work and everything, uh, he'd probably go top five. But right now, he drops a little bit because there is speculation that 
these other running backs behind them, Jalen Samuels being one, Benny Snell Jr., the running back they drafted this year. Uh, those two in particular will get their touches, and this might be a little bit of a, a committee situation, but Connor getting the bulk of the work. That's what it seems like right now. Uh, but, Jim, is that why you're not worried? Is this why you have Connor ahead of Bell? You think that even if he loses some touches to these guys, that system is so good. That O-line is so good, which it comes into the season as the third-ranked O-line, according to PFF, Pro Football Focus. Uh, is that why Connor is ahead of Bell for you right now? It is, absolutely, because that system has produced, every single running back has produced in that system. I don't expect it to stop. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Connor last year had better numbers than Bell did in any season he was with the Steelers. Connor's numbers were better across the board. Um, so again, I, I'm not saying he's a better running back, but his numbers across the board until he got hurt were better than Bell's were at any point in, in his career with the Steelers. So it is a big part of the system. I'm really not worried about Jalen Samuels and Snell. Definitely not Snell. Snell, the only way Snell really plays any kind of significant role is if Connor gets hurt. Um, Jalen Samuels, He'll be involved more in the passing game, yes, but I don't think it's going to be the detriment of Connor. I think it's going to be the detriment of their uh, slot receiver. I think you know it's going to be him being used in the slot a lot more often, and I, I think that's what at, ends up coming down and and hurting him, hurting the slot receiver. I don't think it ends up hurting Connor. And currently, that would be James Washington. Eli Rogers. Oh, no, no, okay. Eli Rogers. Here, this is you know interesting about James Washington. Everybody, James Washington is still coming off the board before uh, um, Moncrief. Dante Moncrief is, and now we have people from NFL.com who are out there saying that there's a lot of Steeler executives that have the rookie uh, Deontay Johnson ahead of uh, Washington at this point. Really. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's something else with this Washington kid. I know he could flash. We saw it in the preseason game. Of course, it was at against the Tampa Bay backups. Um, you know what? Their starters suck. The backups must be really bad. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I get that. But there's there's something on else with this kid. Either he's not learning the playbook correctly. He's still having a hard time reading defenses. Something is going on with him. He is just not up to where people expect him to be. And anybody buying into Washington this year, could be sadly mistaken. Right, because he's going very... I mean, listen, last year... And, and you know what? I'm going to bundle these this together now, running backs and wide receivers here, because honestly, it's like a committee in both situations, even though Connor is the the guy. And I, I'm with Jim in the sense that I would take... I wouldn't take Connor ahead of Bell, but I would take Connor easily in the first round, end of the first round. I think he's pretty safe being in that system. But, you know, you do have these other running backs, Jalen Samuels, who can catch the ball... Now, Connor did catch the ball 55 times last year and proved all the naysayers wrong who said he had brick hands. Uh, and he's a big back. He weighs over 230 pounds. So he could catch the ball and he could barrel uh, and give you 250-plus carries probably. Uh, last year, he only had a little less than 220. But uh, that being said, these receivers, James Washington, Dante Moncrief, obviously Juju is the guy there. Uh, but you have other ones, Deontay, this rookie, Deontay Thompson. So uh, Deontay Johnson. So, I just don't know. Washington's going, last year's wide receiver 132. Granted, he didn't play a lot. He didn't have a lot of volume, but he's coming in as wide receiver 44. Very big hype coming in for a, a guy who hasn't really proven himself, George, uh, at wide receiver for this crew. Do you think that uh, Washington is a value, or is he 
someone that, you know, might fall off and he's going too hard for your blood right now? The biggest question on the Pittsburgh Steelers is not the running backs. I'll take Connor in any league. All right, I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, whether, whether or not I have Bell ranked ahead of him really doesn't matter. If I have James Connors my running back one, I'm a happy guy. Yeah. I'll move on from there. The biggest question is, can anybody step up besides Juju Smith-Schuster in the passing game? I mean, and even Juju Smith-Schuster, I have questions about him. It, life was easy for him last year when Antonio Brown was there. We can say all we want about Antonio Brown, what an idiot he is, and I truly believe that. But... <laughs> He's a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Yep. I mean, on the field, he's fantastic. He gets, he gets the number one cornerback. He gets the safety over the top. Gets all the defensive attention. Something, you know, JSS didn't have last year. Well, he's going to have that this year. So this offense will only move if Moncrief, Washington, Johnson, I don't know, Switzer, Rogers, whoever. But you know, bring Lynn Swan out of retirement here. Stallworth here. Someone's got to step up here. If no <laughs> one does, this offense is going to have some problems. I, mean, I, I like Vance McDonald at tight end, but I don't know if a tight end could be. He's not. Gronkowski is move the ball, up, move the ball up and down the field, and require that kind of attention. Right. So if you if you want to draft Washington, I think I did draft Washington in the Scott Fishbowl. That's fine within reason, but he's a lottery pick. You know that mud against the wall. Maybe it sticks. Maybe it doesn't. He's a guy I'll move away from if it's not working. Maybe it's Moncrief. Yeah, I've mentioned before. I've been burned with Moncrief in the past, so I have my, <laughs> I have my issues with Dante. <laughs> we're, not, we're not on speaking terms right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe it is Deontay Johnson because the other two is that. Does that mean Johnson is looking so well in camp, or the other two are not? And as Washington now, second year in the system, first year you sort of get a grace period. Second period, you don't. They expect a better, better things from him. If he's not stepping up again, are they moving on themselves? You know, not, not that they're going to cut him, but that he's not as big a part of the game plan anymore. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I would certainly be worried. I'm only taking Washington now if the value is there. I'm not looking to grab him. Right, right. You want to grab him if, yeah, if there's value. Because right now, he's 117 overall. I mean, obviously, that's pretty cheap, but still. You know, if you're talking about a guy who's getting knocked out of the, uh, the top three wide receivers on this team, he's not going to get any volume. He's, but obviously, it's okay to cut bait with him uh, if you have to throughout the season. But I would wait for a little bit better value there because you do have Moncrief. Uh, they signed Moncrief. I think Moncrief ha has had a bad, bad luck in the NFL. When he was on the Colts, he was always hurt. He showed flashes. That he's a talented guy, a red zone guy that could be a big part of an offense and get you touchdowns. Uh, you know, he's a talented wide receiver, big guy. Uh, and then he goes to Jacksonville, where forget about it. Forget about Jacksonville with Blake Bortles. You can't even make a fair assessment of a wide receiver there. It's very hard to because there's no consistency at quarterback. Now he goes to a team that has a well oiled machine on offense with Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, and I think this could be, this is his last chance to really prove that he's the player we all thought he was. Uh, so I would take the chance. I mean, he's going later than Washington. And right now it looks like he, he, his spot is secure and Washington's isn't, Jim. Uh, what do you think about this wide receiver call? Are you, who's the guy, besides Juju, of course, who's going very early this year well, as he should? Here's a, couple, here's a couple of interesting points. Juju turns 23 in November, right? Um, in, in his career so far, he's totaled, over 494 fantasy points in 30 games. For perspective, only Randy Moss has totaled more before turning 23. Larry Fitzgerald is right behind Juju. So that's the kind of territory Juju's in. And then for games when Brown was inactive, Smith Schuster has averaged nine targets and 21.2 fantasy points a game. Yes. In all other games, he's averaged 7.8 targets and 15.7 fantasy points per game. Now, that's a limited window, so I get that. 
But it, it's shown that he has stepped up when Brown hasn't been on the field. Can he do that all 16 games? That's going to be the question. Mm-hmm. Look, everybody knows I like Moncrief better than Washington. I think the fact that they brought over Washington and drafted Deontay Johnson showed that the team had real concerns about Washington. Yeah. And now it seems to be coming to fruition. You know, when you have executives on a team saying he's falling behind the rookie, that's not good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, concerns with Washington. Plus, Washington just going ahead of Moncrief and drafts. Like we always say, you got two wide receivers. You don't know who's going to be the guy. Always take the value, the one who's going later. Jim Day does it all the time. And you know what? Moncrief is a guy who has experience in the NFL and his show flashes. So I would do that as well. When we come back, talk about the rest of this team, Big Ben and the tight ends. Fantasy football frenzy. Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the close. We'll be right back. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Brainness! Make it rain. The story with Jen Slater, well, that makes Dak Prescott look like a greedy SOB. And then, Mm -hmm. of course, Jory comes out and goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not even remotely close to what's going on, making Dak look good. So you better figure this out before you start Mm -hmm. playing football, man, because this thing could snowball out of control. Weekdays, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your card? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. 
Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. Got the club going up on the, on the Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut and she choose it. Welcome back. Going up on a Tuesday. Tuesday, baby. Fancy football frenzy. Nice job. I love McConaughey. That's the artist of the song. Uh, talking Pittsburgh Steelers on a Tuesday. And, uh,. We, we broke down the wide receivers. James Washington, we talked about. He still has a lot of upside, you know, uh, and he's going in that eighth, ninth round range, right? Um, you could get value on him, too. He could fall now with recent news. But Moncrief's still going later, and Moncrief could be the value pick there because he's, he's got that secure spot. Uh, and like we said, Deonta Johnson, rookie that they drafted this year, uh, you could get him for free. So that's something to keep an eye on. The running backs we spoke of, James Conner, you got Jalen Samuels, you got um, Benny Snell Jr. Samuels might get involved a little bit in the passing game, but otherwise those guys come at the cheap, very cheap as well. When we talk about particularly RB39, Jalen Samuels, and RB68 for Benny Snell. So Samuels going much higher uh, because of that pass-catching ability uh, and his potential to be in the offense. But... Let's talk about the quarterback now, Big Ben. And I'll let you guys handle this because I am not a Big Ben guy. Um, what he did last year was absurd. I mean, he threw the ball 675 times. It's just not going to happen again. Uh, you know, they run the ball very well. Their defense should be better this year. The defense gave up a lot of points last year. Uh, they had to throw the ball a lot last year. I don't think they're going to have to throw the ball that much again this year. Uh, and big, it was the best numbers of his career. Yardage, touchdowns, you name it. The best numbers he had. Interceptions. Yeah, like, I, that's what I mean. Like, I just don't see that happening again. And you know Big Ben. He's been around for a long time. He's the type of guy, one week, he'll light it up for five touchdowns and no, and no picks or one pick. And the next week, he'll throw four picks and zero touchdowns. Like, he's sloppy. He's a sloppy guy. He's a sloppy quarterback. I just don't want any part of that. As a backup, sure. I don't want him as a starter. He's not in my top 12. George. Uh, I know you'd gladly take Big Ben. You wait on quarterbacks till the very end. Tell us why you like Big Ben uh, headed into 2019. He, can he repeat 675? I, I just don't see that many attempts. The volume's not going to happen again. No, probably not. No, uh, I, like, I mean, I don't mind grabbing Big Ben late. I do, cause I'll wait on a quarterback and I'll take him. I'm going to take him over quarterbacks like Drew Brees, Brady, Russell Wilson. Uh, Jared Goff, I would Dak Prescott, I would take Ben over all those guys. You know, guys like Mahomes, Watson, Rogers, Ryan, Newton, Mayfield, Wentz, I would all have ahead of Ben. Okay. Uh, Luck is sort of in that in-between range now because of the injury. If I feel better about Luck when my draft comes along, I'll take him above Ben fairly easily. If not, I may have to go with Ben. Mm-hmm. We know Ben's going to throw, and I agree with everything you said. He is a, I don't know if I would use the word term sloppy, but he's an inconsistent <laughs> quarterback. You know, certainly plays better at home. I don't like him as a person. I think I think he's another guy who's just you know definitely yeah uh, 
you know, insults bags of uh, scum uh, with what he, what he's done during his career. I I don't like the way he acts during press conferences. He blames everybody else, but he's himself. hard to like. He's a very difficult person to like. I mean, I still remember the game last year. I think it was in Denver where he threw the interception. He actually blamed the interception on the lineman, his offensive lineman, because his offensive lineman pushed the defender out. Your offensive lineman blocked too well. That was the problem. <laughs> Never blame I mean, the really? O-line. Never blame the O-line as a quarterback. Right. It, was, it was just stupid. I mean, really just stupid. So I don't like him as a person, but once again, I play to win. I play generally in money league, so I want to win. I will draft him. But once again, he's not a guy I'm, I want to take in round seven. He's a double-digit round guy. And he's a guy I'm taking probably around 12, 13. Superflex would be different. That's a completely different ball game. The quarterbacks go much earlier in those leagues. But in regular standard drafts, yes, I don't mind having him. I think I have him in Scott Fish. Uh, but once again, that's a Superflex. Uh, and he's a guy, he's somewhat consistent on fantasy. I know what I'm going to get from him. I know Pittsburgh's going to throw the ball. Am I a little bit more worried this year? Already stated I am with the Pittsburgh passing game because no Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Because I'm worried about who else steps up besides Juju, besides McDonald. Besides Khan, I think they need somebody else there, whether it be Moncrief, Johnson, Washington. Yes, I am worried. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he said it right there. I mean, and he would take them over a lot of guys that people might take over him. I mean, you mentioned Drew Brees, Jared Goff, uh, some guys who, like, Goff's going very high uh, in drafts right now because of the volume he had last year. He threw for a ton of yards last year uh, in that system with the Rams and the weapons he has. But like we said, Certain things, it's about the system. Certain things, it's the quarterback. Uh, and listen, Goff's a great quarterback in fantasy. In real life, I'm not going to say he's a bus driver, but he's, he, he's above average. He's not, I don't think he's a great quarterback. I just think he has a ton of weapons. He's in a great system, and he has a great coach. Uh, Brady benefited from that his whole career. Who knows what Brady's career would have been like without Belichick and the system he was in. I don't know. He oh, still, he still, still would have been a great quarterback, probably, but not maybe not to this level. Uh, same goes for Big Ben. I think Big Ben, out of the three that got drafted that year, Eli, Ben, and Rivers, those are the three, three big quarterbacks got drafted years ago, and uh, now all three are considered potential Hall of Famers. Uh, Rivers is actually, statistically speaking, the best one. Uh, ben got drafted into the best system. That's it. He got drafted. Sometimes it's where you get drafted that makes your career, uh, you know, Certain guys get drafted into the perfect system, perfect place, and it helps their career. I'm not saying Ben's a bad quarterback, but I think he got helped out a lot by being in Pittsburgh. That's one of the best well-run organizations in football, if not the best. They're always a winning franchise, always a winning team, uh, always in it. So, Jim, Big Ben, for you, uh, is he a top 12 quarterback? Is he cracked that top 12 for you, or are you dropping him down a little bit? Because, listen, he ended up as QB2 last season, which is ridiculous. Uh, and he deserved to. He had a fantastic season. But I just don't think uh, it's the end of his career. It's not happening again. That was his career year. Congratulations, Big Ben. See you later. Jim? Well, I actually have him at number 13 right now. Uh, just be, for all the reasons you guys talked about, I don't think he throws the ball as much as he did last year. And that was a big part of his success. Hey, let's face it. You know, that, that's what made Bortles a success in fantasy and Stafford for the longest time because mm-hmm. they were throwing the ball over 600 times. And you know, that gets you fantasy success. Yep. Um, so if he drops down again, and let, let's face it, that, that was his highest total ever mm-hmm. uh, for pass attempts. By a lot, I think. And he's only, like, I think, oh, uh, man, I'm trying to think. I think he's only even topped 600 one other time. Um, 600 can't remember what year. I'll show yeah, you. I'll tell you only, right now. I, he's only done that one other time. And, you know, he's had a few years where he's been in the 400s. Oh, right. It was 2014. He had 608. That's 14, the highest yeah, he ever had before, 675, yeah. 
So, you know, definitely last year was an aberration. It's not the norm. So if he comes back to his norm, if he regresses back to that, then I don't see him putting up the kind of numbers he put up last year. So I have him at 13. There you go. I mean, listen, you look at his numbers, six, the, the years he threw for 675 and 608. Last year he threw for 5,129 yards. Not happening again. 608, he threw for 49.52 in that 2014 season. His norm is around 3,800 to 4,200 yards. That's what he normally does in his career, if you look at it. 2017, 4,251. 2016, 38, 19. 2015, 39, 38. So he's in that high 3,000s, low 4,000s range. So you got to expect this to come down a lot, especially the guy's 30, what, 38, 37 years old. I mean, it's just going to be very difficult for him to do. Uh, they might rely on the running game more. That's why they drafted Benny Snell. Uh, you have James Conner and you have Jalen Samuels. These guys are going to get involved. So it's just, it seems a little ridiculous that I feel like he's moved up the board higher than ever uh, for the longest time in his career. Early in his career, he used to be high up on the board uh, in fantasy. I remember that. But for the longest time now, he's really been a QB2 in fantasy. Uh, and now he's breaking into that QB1 territory in, so, in some uh, rankings. And I don't think that should be. Uh, I think it was an anomaly year for him, as the stats suggest. Let's move on to the tight ends before we end the program here. Vance McDonald, who I drafted in that pit league on Friday, I took him in the ninth. He's really a guy you should take in the 10th, but I wasn't going to get him in the 10th. Uh, I was way too far from the wraparound. Someone else would have took him. And to me, he was the best tight end on the board, and I think there was a drop-off after that. So, and I'm high on Vance this year. Maybe I'm higher than others because, because of the situation you got going on. Without Antonio Brown, you have Juju, the main guy there, George, and you have Washington uh, maybe involved. Moncrief, hopefully he can secure a job there. Uh, and we'll see about this Deonta Johnson guy. But really, Vance should be the tight end there. And we'll get to you, Jim Day, because I know you like this guy, Xavier Grimble. But, George, what are your feelings on Vance McDonald coming into the season? I have him as, like, tight end seven or eight right now. I have him really high uh, ahead of guys like Eric Ebron because I just think in this system, he could be, unless he played fantastic, uh, he could, I think he could do even better than he did last year, to be honest with you, uh, fully entrenched as the Pittsburgh Steelers' tight end uh, in 2019. Yeah, I have his tight end eight, so I'm right there with you. I believe in Vance McDonald as well. I, it wouldn't shock me. He's the number two pass catcher, or maybe number three behind Connor. Uh, but as, as far as a receiver is concerned, right there behind uh, JSS. I don't really trust anybody else in that passing game right now. So he's in that third tier for me, behind the first tier, Kelsey Ertz Kittle, of course. My second tier, uh, Howard and Grim Henry. And yep. then he's in that third tier with guys like uh, Najoku, Cook, Cook. Uh, yeah. guys of that ilk uh, there. And I have uh, I only have Najoku ahead from there. I have Vance McDonald right behind there at eight. Uh, but he's close with several other guys there. But I'm on board with you. I believe McDonald. I think he's going to have a good season. Yeah, yeah. Last year, obviously, the best year of his career because he played for San Francisco for some time. Uh, wasn't really utilized because they had Selleck there as well, I believe. Uh, was it Garrett Selleck? Yes. Yes, Garrett Selleck. Brent Selleck's brother, I believe, was San Francisco's tight end. They kind of used them both a little bit here and there, but he, had, he never had more than 46 targets. Uh, before last year, had 72, caught 50 passes, 610 yards, and four touchdowns. I think those touchdowns definitely go up. I think the targets go up to closer to like 90. Uh, and then maybe the receptions go up closer to 60, 65, 70 for a tight end. That's a tight end one right there, Jim. Well, he's a tight end one. He was a tight end one last year. He was 10th tight end in yeah. the league. So he's definitely in that range. 
Do do I expect his numbers to go up? I can't say I do. We just got finished talking about how we expect Big Ben's numbers to come down across the board. So mm-hmm. really hard to say we expect you know these guys' numbers to all of a sudden go up with Big Ben throwing a lot less than we he did last year. Mm-hmm. And I expect at least a hundred fewer attempts by out of Big Ben for all the reasons we talked about. They have do have a better defense. They have a solid running game. They know what they can do. So for all those reasons, I think Big Ben comes down. And then you said a, you mentioned Xavier Grindle. It, it's not that I, I like him a lot. It's just that I think he's going to play that Jesse James role where he gets out there on the field and he's just going to take just enough out of you know McDonald's hands to not make him an elite tight end. So while I do like him and I still have him as a tight end one, you know there are some people that are pushing him up. Oh, he should be the fourth tight end off the board or the fifth tight end off the board. Hey, I'm not going to say it can happen. I'm not betting on that to happen. Oh. I, you know, I wouldn't even be surprised if he takes a little slide back just based on the fact that we expect Ben to throw a lot less this year. Yeah, I understand the throwing a lot less, but here's the thing. Even with throwing 100 attempts less, now he threw a historical amount of attempts last year. It was a ridiculous amount. Uh, Antonio Brown, right? He's been targeted 168 times last year, 163 times the year before, 154 times. So you got a ton of targets going to Antonio Brown that need to disperse amongst the rest of the crowd here in Pittsburgh now that he's gone. And I think a good portion of those, maybe 20 to 30, will go to Vance McDonald. And still, Big Ben could still have 100 attempts less than he did last year because, you know, Antonio Brown's been getting these type of targets for the past six, seven years. So, uh, you know, I, I just think that Vance could end up being the second or third target on this team, like George said, uh, as a reliable guy in this offense. Because right now it's just Juju, you got him, and then we don't know. You know, Moncrief, Washington, all these other guys, we don't know what type of targets they're going to see. So I would never say he should be the fourth or fifth tight end off the board. There are six that are, I think are guaranteed better. But after that, you got to start thinking about Vance McDonald. So that's the end of the program, Fantasy Football Friends. You talk Pittsburgh Steelers. We got through it. There's a lot of weapons there. Uh, But next time tomorrow, we're going to talk Cleveland Browns. It should be interesting. They are our favorite to win the division. For Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the closer, Chris Ventra. We'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. BFFs are up next. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. 
Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies, to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking, my energy level has gone up, and the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. andro400.com. I'm going to miss I'm going to miss you. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I didn't want it to end. In that league, all the quarterbacks lasted other than a handful that went early. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, a different type of league. Now, Maybe it's because we're, you know, a so-called expert league. Uh, I never consider myself an expert. I'm an analyst. That's what I am. I like that uh, I better, expert, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, a doctor is an expert. An engineer is an expert. Uh, most fantasy analysts, we're not experts, man. If we're right 70% of the time, we're considered fantastic. Yeah, we don't right? have PhDs or anything. Right. If my doctor's right 75% of, 70% of the time, I'm dead. <laughs> so, uh, no, uh, I never considered that. But that was a different kind of draft, which is what, and I'm wondering, is it because we are, we're in a league with all analysts, people in the, in the know, we, everybody was waiting on quarterbacks that league? Because I've been in other leagues where by the time we would have went there, I think it was around 11 when I took uh, Ryan somewhere around there, nine, 10 quarterbacks probably would have been taken already. And Ryan would have gone two, three rounds earlier. It's, why, it's one of these things where you're trying to read a draft. Are people going to take quarterbacks early? Or are they not going to take quarterbacks early? We probably should have known early on in that league. You mentioned Mahomes went in round four. That's about a round earlier, a round later than he usually does. Mm-hmm. So people were waiting on him. Deshaun Watson went in round six. Once again, a round later. We should have got the hint right then that quarterbacks were sliding down. Everybody was waiting. Everybody had the same, really the same strategy. Wait on a the quarterback. There's so many of them. It's why I'll get on this, my uh, soapbox again. Play in a super flex league. Yeah. It, it, I hate it when anybody asks me a question, Twitter, email, whatever. When should I say quarterback? And my answer, wait, wait forever, wait forever, wait till round 12, da, 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 da. It's an easy answer. You know, in my mind, when we have but a question that's wait, that wait, easy, wait. Uh, then we should. It's not an easy answer because, <laughs> and I get what you're saying, George, Amazing. but I just got to put this out there. I had there. a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> it, if you did, boy, you wouldn't be on the show. Um, if, uh, it's an easy answer, except there are still leagues out there where people jump on quarterbacks early. You see Mahomes going in the first round. You see, you know, Luck and, and Watson going in the second and third round. Casual so I'm not 
Yeah, yeah. There, there are quite a few where that still happens. So while it's an easy answer to most people, you know, anybody probably watching this show or any other podcast at this time of year, they understand that. But to the people that just get together to do their drafts and very casual, you know, a lot of them still take quarterbacks early. So my always, my answer to that is always read the room like you were just talking about. Get an idea. If you know your guys draft quarterbacks early, then you know you have to go a little early. But you can still wait till like seven, eight, or nine of them are off the board and still get a great starter. So it really is. You, you need to know your draft. You need to get a feel for where people are going to draft positions. So it, it's easy to say, wait, wait, wait. But if they get into a league where these guys are grabbing up quarterbacks early and it's for no specific reason, it's not super flex. They don't get six points for TD, nothing extra. But just the fact that some people jump on the quarterbacks early, you have to know that about your league. 